Welcome to the WRSU crew. We've got a pretty busy week in college sports here. Chris Akonis, Mike Nichols, and Robert Baxter making yet another post-grad appearance on the WRSU crew. Gentlemen, how are we doing today? Still not post-grad. Still not post-grad. I have one class left. Rutgers tried to screw me with the core. Uh, I don't think you told me about this. I had... So what what do you need? Um, you need one twenty credits to graduate. Yeah. So like that, I had one seventeen credits because of the core requirements, and they made me take a non-credited course. Interesting. So, so what are you taking right now? Uh, I have a. I don't even know the name of it. I have been just coasting through it. Um, I have an assignment due tonight. Uh, I could not care less about it anymore. I'm checked out. If you thought I was checked out during the year, I am super checked out now. Were you ever really checked in? Um, uh, you know what? Second grade, I was pretty in there. <laughs> um, but since then, it's been all downhill. Uh, and it's also weird. Um... I've just never really cared about school. And now that I'm at the point where it's like, oh, yeah, you don't have to take school anymore. It's like, I don't know what to do with my life. Like, I, I don't, I've worked my entire life to, to get to this point, and now there's nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I literally climbed the mountain and saw a bigger mountain behind it. It's like, damn it. <laughs> that, that's where we're at right now with uh, Rutgers. What have you guys been up to? Mike? Uh, not much, really. I just do uh, physical therapy during the week. And, uh, yeah, I kind of just sit outside and listen to music. I'm not, I'm not as cool as you, Baxter. I, I don't bring my TV outside. Um, but I happen to agree with you. I've been checked out in the past, like, 10 years of my life, at least. Um, it might be a hockey thing. I don't really know. But, uh, yeah, it's uh, – not fun. And I, listen, I still can't figure out how to declare my major. So, like, <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm having you a problem to, there. You have to go through Degree Navigator and then I, declare the major I, through there. I, I've, done, I've done this whole process and they've emailed me back that, like, I need to do something. I don't know. Like I said, it's uh, it's tough. Well, you speaking – Just drop out. Bad advice. Bad Get advice. Clean, I'm out. Don't listen to that, man. Oh, that, that was always my thing. Is like, oh, if things go bad, I can always leave. <laughs> like, like I get Irish goodbye school. <laughs> Jordan Pagano was the only thing keeping you at Rutgers your senior year. No, Adam Korzak. Come on. Or Adam Korzak and bluegrass music were the only things that I was like, man, WRSU is cool. <laughs> I get to do all these, all these cool things. And I didn't like school. Still don't. Yeah. But we've got sports back. Yeah. Well, I was going to get to that because we've got a pretty not good development out of college football. Big 10 announcing earlier in the previous week that, if a college football season is played in the fall, and it's a pretty big if from the way the commissioner 
Kevin Warren was talking about it, it would be only conference games. So right now Rutgers has nine conference games scheduled. Monmouth, Syracuse, and Temple all wiped off the schedule altogether. So those games aren't happening. And they would add a 10th Big Ten conference game for Rutgers and every other school. And that's sort of how the season would go, assuming it starts in the fall. So what what Big Ten school are we not playing this season? Well, there are 14 schools, including us, so 13 possible opponents. We are playing nine of them. So the first... I'm, I'm guessing we'll just fill up the schedule. It'll be the usual schedule, just all conference teams. Yes. Well, it wouldn't be 12 I, games. It would be I only. Don't hate that. It would only be 10 hate, games. Yeah, I, I don't really hate that. Um, I know that that's kind of just asking us to get our our like our butt handed to us, but I like this Rutgers team. I'd like to see them a little tested going forward. Um, not that we haven't been tested, but I would I would like to see some games where it's like we don't expect anything from it, but what we get will be impressive. Like if if we play like a Michigan State and hold it close, that's a win. If we play a Michigan and hold them close, that's a win. Penn State, Ohio State, all these teams, if we play them close, I'm considering that a win for Rutgers. Well, I mean, so I I don't mind just playing Big Ten schools because those are the rivalry games. No offense to Mammoth, but I don't care about Mammoth. I mean, we would have won that game by 50 points. Moral victories don't really count in the uh, at the end of the total record, so uh, I, I understand where you're coming from, Baxter, but I, I would like to see more wins, and I don't know if I can say I'm going to see that with an all-Big Ten conference schedule. Although I do think there are a couple games that we could pull out of a hat and play good or not. Like, I think this Rutgers team, especially under Shiano, is going to be much improved. And with, with the addition of transfers that, you know, are Big Ten transfers, um, they're going to be very improved. But I don't see a lot of wins coming from an all-Big Ten schedule. I don't see a lot of wins coming. Like, I see... Same as last year, two wins and maybe squeaking out a third and a fourth somewhere down the line. But I I think that we are in the point in Rutgers football where we are literally only getting moral victories. Look at this last season. I had the most fun I've ever had watching Rutgers football this last season. Not because we had a good team, just because we had an entertaining group of guys. So I think that's what we're going for for the next two seasons until we get to the point where it's like we might be contending for a bowl game. We might be squeaking out victories against marquee matchups. So I think tomorrow – or not tomorrow. Uh, this season will be a wash regardless. I don't think anybody in their right mind is saying we are going to be a bowl-caliber team in one year. Like we, we'll be a good uh, – a not – as bad as we were a team, but I don't see us being able to compete with the middle of the pack uh, teams from the Big Ten. Under under Coach Ciano, I see this as a team that won't lay down. I see this as a team that even if they're getting blown out, they're still going to be uh, going hard in the fourth quarter. Feisty. Uh, fe- feisty team. I, I like that. Yeah, I 
I also I think right now it's it's kind of going to be saying goodbye to the players that were pre Shiano. So like Sikowski, I think Sikowski is an NFL caliber quarterback just on mechanics alone. Um, Adam Korzak's going to hurt. Our running back game's going to hurt. Our defensive core is going to hurt, but. I don't see us really contending until Shiano has his way with the team and really gets to recruit his guys, really gets to work his connections in order to get that team there. So I I think the next two seasons, yeah, we might get some good transfers. Yes, we might get a four-star recruit in the near future, but until that time comes, we still have – somewhat of the same team a little bit improved but not anything that i would be saying wow we are going to be a ranked team in in football like we're, we're still very far away from being able to contend with the upper middle of the big 10 conference and upper middle of fbs in general like i i don't see us beating an army or a navy any of the california schools like i don't see us really contending with many schools at this point so i think it's okay seeing those marquee matchups in the big 10 i actually i like that like i don't like ohio state i don't like michigan i don't like penn state i don't like iowa i don't like all these other teams uh, I think it's very entertaining to be able to say, I get to see them play this entire season, and we might squeak out a victory against one of those teams. Well, you know what I would like to see them do? They're not going to do this, but if you're going to play in the fall, it's clear that travel is going to be an issue. So yeah. what I would love, and like I said, 0.1% chance that this actually happens is you scrap, effectively scrap the whole conference thing for like a year. I mean, you basically say, all right, the only local-ish teams that Rutgers plays that are in the Big Ten are Penn State and Maryland. Keep those on. And then after yeah. that, you you add yeah, Army. Yeah, you've got Army to schedule. Yeah. Put Temple back on. Uh, Princeton. Maryland. Well, not Princeton, but schools like that. Maryland. Yeah. Yeah, you have Maryland there. You have – yeah, you have some – I would even go up to Massachusetts, Maine. All Boston of, College. Like, yeah, BC. I think that would be very entertaining just because those are all bus trips. So that that's not really a problem. But I think that would – if you do go that way, you need to really weigh who is going to be the college football playoffs, not based on, on schedule. Like I, I think you would have to be based on based on what they did last year, not this year. Because I think there'll be a lot of schools that will have cakewalk schedules and I think Rutgers would have a cakewalk schedule. The only teams that would really compete with us is Maryland and Penn State. The rest oh and Army, but like Oh we going lose up Army. Yeah. Going up against BC, going up against all these other teams that are near us. Um, Buffalo, I think we could take now. Uh, I, I think Rutgers would on paper look like a decent team, but I don't think they're anywhere near sniffing 
full games or postseason yet? It's kind of like it's kind of like when Steve Peichel took over in 2016. Rutgers yeah. was abysmal at basketball back then. They were one in seventeen, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, in their last season before Steve Peichel showed up. And, and they, they just started building. Yeah. <laughs> and the first season they weren't I mean, they were more competitive in games, but they still finished three and fifteen in the Big Ten. Took them four years to get to they would have been in the NCAA tournament if things, you know, didn't go the way they went. But it took a couple years to build, and you know, football is obviously a completely different animal. But that's not out of line with what we expected compared to Greg Schiano's first time in the early two thousands. It took him a few years to get that team into a winning group, but he did it, and you know, it led to the golden age of Rutgers football. So I think we can get back there. The other thing I want to bring up to you guys because it seems like we're moving closer and closer to this reality on a daily basis, and that's uh, spring football. The NJCAA, which is the National Juco uh, Football League, where you get all the two-year transfers from, they announced today that they're going to play in the spring. And that would be them in the Ivy League in terms of high-level college football playing in the spring. So my question is you... Ivy, Ivy League was the first one to really pull the cord on getting out of sports. Like, they were the number one where it was like, oh, Ivy League isn't having their tournament this year. Like, that was my number one where it was like, oh, this is kind of serious. Like, Ivy League isn't having their their tournament this year, which is weird for them to be like, all right, yeah, we're coming back. <laughs> yeah. and Like, if you ain't first, you're last. Um, yeah, they're first to be back and first to leave. I mean, that's a lot better than the Big Ten's wait until 10 minutes before the first game to cancel the tournament deal, but, I mean. Hey, it was the second game. Come on. You you had the play-in games. Oh, boy, you got to watch Northwestern and Nebraska? <laughs> Funny story about Nebraska. I don't know if you know this, Bax, but the quarterback that transferred in from Nebraska, no, no of a draw. He, yeah. was, he had to serve as a bench player on the Nebraska basketball team in that last game before everything got shut down because they didn't have enough players. Really? I yeah, did, you didn't I know didn't this? Know yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, Noah Vidral was a Nebraska ball backup for one night. Man, that's really not having confidence in your basketball team. Like, all right, you know what? We won't even notice not having a basketball player on the bench. <laughs> we're so bad that it's like we don't care anymore. We just need somebody to be there. Yeah, and, and that was just a fun little fact I thought I'd throw in there. But I, I do want to get your thoughts, all kidding aside. You know, I'll use the Ivy League proposal as a framework because they said if we're playing in the spring, it'd be seven conference games starting the first week of April going through mid-May. I'm going to start with you, Mike, and then I'll go over to Baxter. What do you guys make of the Big Ten doing something like that in the spring? Hey, I mean, I would love that. I, you know, I would love to see sports in general, football. And if they choose to push it back to the spring, I'll be just as excited, if not more excited, to watch it then as I am now. Uh, I think it's a good idea. I don't know if. People will jump on board due to money being lost and players not participating in it. But 
as a fan, uh, I'm all for it. You know, let's be let's be safe. Let's put the fall season on a wrap and you know start in the spring. I, I would love it as a fan. I I think that we are more likely to get football and basketball in the spring than we are to get football in the fall and basketball in the spring, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think basketball, actually we're more likely to get basketball in the winter and the spring than we are to get football in the fall. Just because I think basketball, you're able to contain it a lot better than having 52 players. Uh, 104 players on the field plus probably 10 coaches a sideline. It's a lot more people there that it's going to be a lot tougher to contain all this. But it's really it's it's looking too far in the future right now because we could have we could have a breakthrough that says like oh yeah we can be in closed public spaces. Um, yeah, it, it's tough to really predict what's going to happen, but I think. Football is probably going to get pushed back. At least they're going to push back the start to make it October, November-ish, not August. Um, just because I – now thinking about it, football season would be starting in a month and a half. Like college football would be starting in a month and a half. This isn't it last week of August is usually the start. Last week of August, mm-hmm. first week of September. That's um, like week zero. First week uh, for most teams would yeah. be was September fifth. Right now, our first scheduled game is late September, but I don't think I yeah, think they'll put a game before that. Like, we are two months away from college football. Like I, I think that's all in the back burner right now. Um, we need to see what other sports do. NHL is coming back. UFC's been back. Uh, Formula One's, I'm literally just listing all the sports I want. Basketball's looking like it's coming back. MLB's looking like it's coming back. We need to see what those do before we even start thinking about college sports. Uh, Considering, like, college education, for the most part, isn't coming back, it's weird to think that sports will be grandfathered in um, when when athletes won't even be on campus for classes. So, like, Rutgers is having the the hybrid classes. It's, I think it's a tall task to ask Adam Korzak to come in from Australia to take online classes just to play football. Well, that's another issue, too, with the international students because there is a danger that some of them might not be allowed to stay in the country. Yeah. So, that's well, a... I, I think right now um, you can get the the visa to stay. Um, I Just have them two-week quarantine when they get in. I, I, I think that that's kind of where we're at. I don't see it being a gigantic issue where, like, unless you're coming from Wuhan, China. Uh, well, they have it under better control than we do now. Let, let me let me uh, think about that. I don't think that we have anybody from China on our basketball or football teams. No, we do not. I think if I'm wrong, but the virus is also in every other country in the world yeah. now, so it's not really. Yeah, I, I think that that's kind of where. It's still a hot area, and it's being underreported. Um, but 
I think that foreign exchange students are going to get kind of an easier break, especially if you're an athlete. Um, there's there's enough red tape you can walk around to get back in the country. Um, well, do you think it's worth it for a guy like Adam Korczak who's in Australia right He's now? He's not in Australia right now. He uh, we had, Someone actually asked about this a few weeks ago. He stayed in New Brunswick when everything started. Oh, never mind. That. You're telling me I'm only a 45-minute drive from Adam Korczak? Let's go! <laughs> I thought he was back in Australia. Nope. Uh, yeah, Adam Korczak's my dude. Um, yeah, I, I think that that's a smart move on his part um you you see that with the nhl i mean we'll we'll talk about it later but a lot of the players stayed in the u.s like a lot of the europe i stayed in the u.s or stayed in canada just so they wouldn't have trouble coming back into the country after this was done um but yeah good good for adam korzak i can't think are there any other uh Foreign exchange student, not exchange students, but foreign students on the Rutgers teams. Um, we've got a basketball recruit from Sweden, um, oh, yeah, yeah, Oscar yeah. Palmquist, and not on basketball. I can't think of any off the top of my head. I'm definitely missing someone. Well, we we lost out on uh, Amarui. No, we didn't. He wasn't Canadian. Oh, you're talking about Eugene Amarui? Yeah, he was Canadian. Yeah, you yeah, he was Canadian. Um, yeah, he's in Oregon now. He's not our problem. And then, and then women's basketball also got a foreign uh, like recruit this year, but I can't see that being a problem. In the like, I can't see that being a problem in December. No. Um, but yeah, football is going to be questionable. But at least we have our MVP still on the team. Here's my in New Brunswick. Yeah. I was gonna say, here's my whole mantra on this. If I'm in charge of a major conference or the NCAA or whoever, I've said this before, I'll say it again. You gotta buy yourself as much time as possible for the situation to improve. Yeah. Like anything before November should not even be in my opinion, should I even be under consideration? Like, just push back as much as you can. Uh, well, I think we're going to be seeing that with the MLB. Um, yeah. I know I've been talking with Corey. I've been talking with Justin and uh, Ostrov as well as Steven. And I said I would be shocked if they go ahead with July 20th. Or twenty third, whatever their start date is, I would be very shocked if they go ahead with that, just because it seems like they didn't have their ducks in a row before starting. Like they, they're just like, all right, we're going back. All right, well, what are we going to do about testing? What are we going to do about the rules? What are we going to do about this, 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 this? And we're seeing it all play out in the first week of them being back alone. And everybody's having problems. You have players wanting to sit out. You have everybody – like, everybody's losing their mind right now. They're not going to go through with the starting in July. I think they'll and go through with it. I don't think it's going to end very well. It's not going to finish the season. I think they can maybe go for a week or two after it, and then they'll realize, oh, we put the carriage in front of the horse, and that doesn't work. Um 
and I'm I'm a Formula One guy. Formula One had it all scheduled. They knew what they were going to do when they came back. They they had the embarrassment of Australia where fans were at the gate waiting to get in for practice, and they told them, "Yeah, we're not racing this weekend." Um, and that was a big thing. They've been working at it for. When was it? It was March, so they've been working at it for four months now. Um, or, yeah, four months now trying to get back. And they said on broadcast they've done 8,000 tests in the last two weeks. They have they have it down. Everybody, No one's traveling through airport. They're driving. They're having vans. They're, like, they have it scheduled. MLB didn't have the foundation put in place. NHL seemed like seems like they have a little bit of a plan. MLB doesn't. Um, I, I will say this though, if yeah. MLB does go off well without too many positives, they're able to finish the season and get a large way through. I think that's the only real scenario where I see college football giving it a go in the fall. Um. I think that if you are a smart um, business person who's in charge of the conferences, you really have to pay attention to the ones who are doing it right and copy what they are doing. Um, <laughs> yeah, just don't don't do what MLB is doing right now, um, because they're really they're shooting themselves in the foot every single day, where you now have players who don't feel safe playing i yeah i it, it's a weird uh it's a weird thing that's going on there so if i were ncaa i would follow the ufc model i would follow the formula one model follow the korean baseball model follow wwe and wwe had an outbreak they had like 40 people test positive so maybe don't follow them. Do what, they, do what they did at the start. Because they, from what I've been hearing from people who were there, they really relaxed their testing. Um, because at the beginning, they've been, they haven't stopped running. So they didn't have outbreaks until last week. Um, but do what they did at the start, where you test everybody every single day, and you have temperature screenings, you have all that stuff. MLB didn't have any of that set up, and they thought that they were going to be able to get away with the season. Um, and I feel I feel bad because I would, I'm wearing a Boston Red Sox jersey right now. I would love to see them come back, but I don't see them coming back. They'll come back when they resign Mookie Betts in the offseason after he never plays for the Dodgers. Uh, I don't know who that is. Um, yeah. I don't know. There's some guy, uh, The Price is Right or something like that. David Price? Yeah, don't know who that is either. Um, yeah, don't get me started. I, I'm very upset. Uh, yeah, I've... I, 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 it's not your fault that the your owners are acting like the Wilpons. Dude, I have... The only player that I have ever loved that did not get traded was Big Poppy. Everybody else got traded. I was a Damon guy. I was a Pedro guy. I was a Manny guy. Well, Johnny I, everybody, Damon, I, Johnny everybody Damon. I like got traded. 
Johnny Damon did not get traded, and uh, but everybody else I liked laughed. <laughs> it it is. I've gotten the exact same thing with NFL. I cannot have allegiances. I cannot follow players. It's awful. Everybody I like leaves. Both in sports life and in real life. Um, but this means more there. <laughs> um, yeah, all my favorite players left. NHL is the only one where I've lost two players that I just loved. In Milan Lucic and uh, and Nathan Horton. And you also traded Tyler Sagan for a bag of. I wasn't a big Sagan guy. Um, but yeah, we traded him for nothing. Sorry, Louis Erickson. <laughs> but yeah, that, that was a very bad trade. But yeah, I, I don't see. Uh, back to bringing it back to college football, um, there are no half measures in. In nowadays, in nowadays with all the coronavirus, uh, you can't go half-assed into something and expect that it's going to go well. Um, I think the profits will go down for this season's NCAA football. Um, this would have been probably a record-breaking year in ticket sales, record-breaking year in viewership. It's all going to go down. Maybe viewership goes up. But it's all like all the money's gonna go down, and it has to in order for it to go back up. Because uh, if college football just says we're not playing this year, that's the biggest mistake they can make. Well, we're gonna step aside, and on the other side of this break, we'll <laughs> be right. talking more about. I can pause after that. Sweet. When we come back, we'll be getting more into some happier news with NHL releasing their schedule, officially confirming that they're coming back August 1st. So we've got another three weeks to go without hockey, and then we'll get that back. And also going through briefly, I'm going to go through some MLS where a game was canceled three minutes before it was supposed to begin the morning after a positive test on each side. So we'll break all that down on the other side of this break. It's the WRSU crew, 88.7 WRSU-FM, New Brunswick. <laughs> 